Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good. Week four almost in the books. Yes, it is always almost in the books as we record on Mondays and Monday Night Football has now been delayed. Yep. So we don't know what's going on. You said it's weather though, right? Yeah, it's weather. Uh, okay, whatever. That sucks. Oh, well, we'll move on. Yep. Uh, anything cool from this past Sunday that you enjoyed? Oh, um, there were definitely some good games and, um, some gross games. Yes. Uh, just usually kind of how that call works. didn't really work out. Um, should have called the bears defense that, um, that one really sealed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? It was a shot and I will say he still looked better. <laughs> Just oh no, he had still, a couple great throws in there. Still wasn't uh, what Mooney. I was hoping. Mooney looked great. Yeah, time to uh, fire Matt Nagy. Do it. Fire Matt Nagy. Do it. Um, do you want to note one thing? Yes. Get rid of Thursday night football. Mm. Okay, Joe Mixon. Yep. He got hurt. Yep. What I say before? Yeah, if he gets hurt. Week. Yeah. Why do we keep doing this? Yeah. Why? Well, I know uh, this past because the upcoming Thursday night game is the Rams and the mm-hmm. and the Seahawks, and uh, I follow one of the beat reporters for the Rams, and she she was talking with Jalen Ramsey, and then Matthew Stafford. Jalen Ramsey's like these need to go away like now, yes. like they're pointless, yes. they're useless, yes. they're just awful. And Matthew Stafford's like, I kind of enjoy it. Well, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but you're the quarterback, <laughs> so. Like you're not getting hit every play like some of these other guys, so yeah, um, I, I'm kind of starting to be there with you. I think, uh, I think something needs to kind of change just a little bit to make it longer because three three off days is just not enough time for your body to heal and play a full. Not at all, you know. Sneaky though, one of my uh, favorite games to watch last week was the Washington Falcons game. That ended up being a good game. Washington came back. I like, I, I do. I was telling you this earlier. Mm-hmm. I like watching Taylor Heineke. I yeah. do. Like, he's not great, but he's fun to watch. Yeah, for any of you guys that don't know, he's like a back-end one right now as far as the quarterbacks go. Yeah. I think he's ranked like 13. And he's letting Terry McLaurin eat, man. Yeah. Well, at least someone's eating. It ain't Gibson. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, real quick, uh, just in case you guys haven't been made aware... Uh, we just want to say thank you for the partnership with Generate Health as they are sponsoring our podcast currently. And just a little bit about Generate Health. Um, General, uh, Generate Health mobilizes and inspires the St. Louis region here, which is where we're from, um, to advance racial equity and pregnancy outcomes, family well-being, and then community health. Generate Health accelerates positive change for the region through education and advocacy by illuminating the root cause of racial disparities in infant mortality and maternal health, advocating for the redirection of resources to eliminate racial disparities in infant mortality and also maternal health, and then advancing regional accountability for equitable systems. So just again, uh, they're, they're, they've been excellent to partner with. We really are excited to, to be working with them. Uh, you can check out our website, um, all of our social media outlets, uh, you can get to their website where you can do different donations. You can look at the rest of what they do and see some, some really cool things that they they've been doing in the St. Louis region. James, if they did want to go to our social media, um, to, to locate generate health, where could they find us at? Yeah. At Twitter and Facebook at the TFO monsters, YouTube, Apple podcast and the internet in general, the fancy monsters or the fancy monsters podcast. Perfect. So again, if you do send in a donation, you can put it, uh, that you guys are partnering with us, the Fantasy Monsters podcast. Um, but James, we do have some news we need to jump into. A lot of news from this past weekend. What we got in Monster News this week? Uh, Julio Jones missed week four with a hamstring. He is considered week to week. Same with AJ Brown. Um, That's dangerous. MIA on when they're going to be back. Great. Logan Thomas left early with a hamstring. He is considered week to week. Screwed up my DFS lineup. Yeah, that'll happen. 
David Montgomery <laughs> left early with a knee injury. This one it hurts, though, not man. considered. They, he didn't tear his ACL or anything like that, but he's probably going to be missing some time, which sucks because he's looked very good this year. It was coming. He had a big game in this game. Joe Mixon, like I already said, he got hurt late in the Thursday night game. He is week-to-week with a low-grade ankle sprain, so probably missed some time. And then uh, last piece of news, Christian McCaffrey is practicing this week, has a good chance to play. Yeah, that's good for all you Christian McCaffrey owners. That's that's for sure. Um, the Joe Mixon one, man, that just hurts again because he's just always struggling with some health. But um, hopefully, hopefully it won't be too serious. And uh, David Montgomery, man, again, that one just that one hurts. That one hurts, man, because he's they having a really hurt. good season. Yeah. David Montgomery, yeah, he's looked very good. Joe Mixon's looked really good. Yeah. They both had games where, like, box score wise, they didn't look great. But if you watched them, they've yeah. looked great in every single game. Yeah. That's just disappointing. But there you go, guys. That's our Monster News this week. We came to fight. All right. Fight for the fist. This is for all of our uh, friends that are playing in our listener league. Uh, we do this a eh, couple times throughout the season where we're just going to go through and rank you know, the different teams that are in our listener league, just kind of have some fun with it. Talk some smack while we do it. Yeah. Might even have some people from the league on the podcast later. Uh, but uh, just looking over overall, we've got, we got uh, three teams that are still undefeated. Yeah. These haven't calculated in the week four yet because it's right. Monday. So the games haven't finished. So a little bit off, but yeah, right now there's three undefeated teams and three winless teams. We are one of the not winless teams, but we're towards the bottom. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't win them all. Let's so. start with first place. Yeah. We got Luckless Monster, a.k.a. D-Bag. D-Bag. Good point differential. It's like almost 100 points in his favor. And you look at his team, I know one reason why. Justin Herbert? Uh, Cooper Cup. Oh, and Cooper Cup, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Cup. Um, big star for him. Yeah, he's got Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson. Both. Very, very, very talented running backs, but also kind of I'm, frustrating so far this season. They're not right. getting enough work. Right. And then, yeah, Cooper Cup's killing it. Keenan Allen's killing it. Herbert has been coming on lately. He's got TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen. It's a solid starting mm-hmm. lineup. Mm-hmm. The bench, um, got Marquise Brown on there. Besides that, uh, it's gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. Long term, we'll see how long this team lasts. He's one injury away from finishing dead last, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, he's he's got Marquise Brown down there, which is really good. Uh, we don't play kickers, so we run a, a double flex. Um, so that's why we're never going to talk kickers, because they suck. Um, but, yeah, I like the makeup of his team. Yeah. That's fine. Second place right now, drop dead dad with a even better point differential, 110 mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. He's got a Sir Tom Brady. Yep. He's been killing it. Clyde yep. Edwards-Alaire, who's had back-to-back good games. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, number one running back on the season right now. Yep. Amari Cooper, who's had his up and downs, but been good. It's consistent. Terry yep. McLaurin, who's been a monster. Starting Up-and-coming up star tight end, by the way. Mm. <laughs> He's been good so far this season. <laughs> I like Dawson Caught Knox. Caught a lot of touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Dawson Knox. Boyd's been good. He's playing Hubbard right now. Nothing on his bench to speak of. Miles Gaskin is there, but again, that's nothing to speak of. Then it is a 12-team league, so rosters are going to be thinner than a 10-team league. Mm-hmm. But um, I would just hope you don't have any injuries. Yeah, that's, that's kind of always the main point when you're playing in a 12-team. Yep. Don't have injuries. <laughs> the Third, te- yeah. the team that comes out with at least amount of injuries is who wins. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Third place, we got Corey Roberts. Point differential of plus seven points. That's Boom. it. Boom. Doing seven it. Seven points above even, but he's making three it. and oh. Yeah, making it happen. He's got Dak Prescott, who's helping. Yeah, been killing it. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, who has had a couple bad games, but he is Dalvin Cook. David Montgomery, who could hurt him. Yeah, this could hurt a little bit. Jamar Chase, who we'll talk about later, but he's mm. been good so far. And then DJ Moore, my boy. Yeah, just, big game. Killing it this year. Yeah, big game. Mark Andrews at uh, tight end. That's good. Um, 
But yeah, that David Montgomery injury, uh, you want to hear his backup running backs? He's got one, James Conner. Yeah. Who, um, when he scores two touchdowns a game, yeah, he's he'll good. be fine. Yeah. But uh, that's not going to happen a lot. No. But, you know, his running back's definitely going to be struggling. Having he- Dak, Dalvin Cook, DJ Moore, David Montgomery will be back. Chase, I mean, it is, he's got those elite tier players on his team. Well, and he has AJ Brown on the bench, too, and who's just not playing right now. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, true. obviously, that's still going to help. But if Keep I was from- him, I would almost try and trade something and maybe try to get it, solidify another running back. Yeah. Um, just in the meantime, because and even if you get him, then you can always flex him too. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but I like the makeup of this team a lot. I he's he's definitely more of a. He's got those elite players. Yeah, I think need. he'll he'll fin- He could still finish higher than the other two that's in front of him. Yep. Fourth place, busted Bills. Good point differential of around eighty points. That's yeah, Mahomes. Ninety points. Yes, Mahomes is on his team. Kareem Hunt, who's been good lately, has been getting in the end zone. Miles Sanders is his other starting running back right now. Um, not good. He's got the he's got the Patrick Mahomes Tyree Kill stack. So like yeah. last week, yeah. they both scored a combined uh pretty much ninety points together. So that'll clear out most teams any week. Juju, weak Gronk right now. He's injured. Iffy about how good he will be. Devin Singletary not good. Lockett he's got, which is just one of those boomer bust plays. Big question, though, is why is Debo Samuel on his bench? Yeah, I saw that, too. So, I mean, even Gronkowski, we knew he wasn't playing. So, obviously, uh, busted bills, dude. You need to start paying attention to your stuff, man. Yeah. This, is a, this is a paid league, guys. <laughs> you can win money. So, uh, you ain't going to take it serious. Then we're just going to take your money. Um, but there's no reason why the number three wide receiver on the league is on your bench. Yeah. There's just no reason. And Devin Stingletary is in your lineup. <laughs> So that's a joke. Okay. Fifth place. We got the ballad of Fred, AKA D Frederick. Yeah. He's returning champion. Two and one 30 point plus 30 point point differential for his team. Hertz is his quarterback. He's been doing real good this year. His running backs are Daryl Henderson and Trey Sermon right now. Henderson. I like Sermon. If he's the only guy feel good about that. He had a good game last week. Didn't well, keep in mind, he's got McCaffrey on the bench hurt. So. Yes. Yeah, so I, was, I, was, I was getting there. I just jumped in for you. I mean, he also has Damian Harris, too. So his running back rotation is decent. Uh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson are his top wide receivers here. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> he's got one, two, three, four, five. We should have capped this. Six, seven running backs on this team. There's all the running backs in the league. They're on this dude's team. Yeah, but three of them are... Three of them are hurt. Yeah. Drop them. Yeah. So his other wide receivers right now are Corey Davis and Robert Woods. Corey Davis, good. Robert Woods, not so good lately. And tight end Tyler Higby. Um, his team's good. Running backs, obviously, when you get CMC back, that's going to change a lot. Wide receivers, though, I would say, besides Justin Jefferson, I would be a little nervous. We'll talk again later about one of these wide receivers. But um, I mean he has the he has the running back ammunition to make some trades. So yeah, I just do it. Like I would try and trade Trey Sermon. Yeah, that's an idea. Okay, sixth place we got JT the Blue Ballers. He's got a negative point differential, but it's two and one. It's a uh, negative by about twenty points. <laughs> He's got Josh Allen. Yep. He's got Zeke, who's had two great games in a row. James Robinson, also two, two great, great games, games in a row. Yeah. He's got Stefan Diggs, who's been underperforming a little bit, but he'll get back there and the rest of his team. He's got Deontay, who, sorry, JT, but why didn't you play him this past week? Um, Kyle Pitts at his tight end position, but besides that, it's pretty weak. He also has Darnell Mooney, who, who's pretty interesting, too. He is. But, He's coming off a very, very good game, but... Yeah. It's iffy in Chicago right now. Dude, his bench was almost better than some of his lineup. What were you thinking, dude? Rookie mistakes. Yeah. JT needs to step it up, man. Okay. Seventh place, another returning champ, the South Park Cows, a.k.a. SM Kramer. Yep. Plus point differential of nine points. He is one and two. Got Kyler Murray, great quarterback, Najee Harris. Yeah. Been killing it. 
And he's got uh, what Mike Davis. That one hurts. Yeah, Mike Williams though. Yes, Mike Williams has been a monster this year. Hopefully, he has another good game tonight. Then Devontae Smith, who's coming off a very good game against yeah. the Chiefs. Yep. Travis Kelsey tight end, and then the rest of his receivers are not good. Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, and that's all to speak about. Yeah. Another player that's playing an injury who we knew wasn't going to play, right? DJ this Chark. This team, um, I don't feel great about this team, SM Kramer. Yeah, long term. He needs to make some trades. Yes. Okay. Move Coming on. down to eighth, Bone Collector. Bone, Bone Collector. Negative point differential of around 20 points. One and two. He's got Stafford. Stafford's good. He's got yep. Chris Carson, who's... Who's good, just not getting work. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. And he's got Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, and C.D. Lamb. I still love all three of those. That is a great trio of wide receivers to have. <laughs> just not this past week. Yes, outside of that, though, Logan Thomas went down. That one can hurt him. He's got Jared Cook on the bench. That's not bad. He's got to figure out his second running back spot. Leonard Fournette has been okay at times, but that's still a terrifying running back group to play with. And he's got with. nothing on the bench. Peyton Barber. Oh, yeah, no. You know, so he needs to finish, figure out, yeah, what he's going to do with there. You know, a sneaky play, though, the Cole Beasley, though. I mean, there's yes. been games where Cole Beasley's been really, really solid. So, yeah, he, I like that. Yeah, he's having a tough week. Last week, Chris Carson scored under four points, Beasley under three points, C.D. Lamb under three points. I feel good. I, I, I do like this team, though. You yeah. figure out that second running back spot, you're prime. Yeah. Yeah. Trade one of these wide receivers away for a running back. Yep. So now we come to us. We are in ninth place. One and two. Negative point differential of around 30 points. We had a rough week this week, too. Yeah, we've had a couple of rough weeks. Um, yeah. Kirk Cousins is our quarterback right now. We also have Tannehill. Joe Mixon. One of our running backs just went down. That one sucks. Aaron mm-hmm. Jones is our other running back. Receivers, though, we have a weird mix of guys. We have uh, Odell Beckham, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, and Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. Not really a lot of dependable guys there, but guys who have talent. Tight end, George Kittle. And our bench is sparse right now. We got Marvin Jones, who we've played a couple times. Michael Carter, hopefully he keeps getting the work. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really it. Yeah. We need to do something. Yeah. So league mates hit us up. We got some peeps. We're going to trade away. 10th place. James RH 2004. Negative point differential of 66 points. He is 0-3. Russell Wilson's his quarterback. Saquon's his running back. Austin Eckler's his running back. Good start so far. Then his wide receivers, we go Tim Patrick, Michael Pittman. Jerry Judy got hurt. Julio Jones got hurt. Michael Thomas is on his team. So he's got no wide receivers. Running backs, though, I mean, he's got Saquon, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift. That is a great trio. Trade one of those. You have to get a wide receiver for one of those. Yeah, definitely. You just have to. Tight end-wise, you got Goddard and Gasecki. Those are fine. You can honestly look to maybe put one of those in the package. You got to improve this wide receiver core. Yeah, you can't go rest of the season with Tim Patrick and Michael Pittman in there. I mean, I understand, you know, you got some hurt people. They're but fine, but they can't be your top two no, receivers. No. no, not at all. No chance. Okay, 11th place, we got Pigskin 24-7. He has a negative point differential of around 80 points. He is also 0-3. He's got Lamar Jackson, good quarterback, Alvin Kamara, and Cordell Patterson. We will talk about <laughs> both of these guys later. Yep. He's got the uh, Tampa Bay wide receiver stack of Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. I don't love that. Tight end, Darren Waller. And outside of those guys, he's got nothing. Claypool's on his bench right now because he's out. Parker had a good game, much out but of him. not much. I still want to understand the Josh Gordon pickup. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what Yeah, dropped. I mean, look, I get it, but just drop him. Come on. Yep. Um... He's almost like trying to play the waiver wire game because, like, I see Ty Conklin on his team who had a big week last week. All of a sudden, now he's on a team. But like, he doesn't need him because he's got Waller. Yeah, so. So it's just a waste of money if you put any money down on him. Yeah, so I don't understand this team. Not a fan, but um, he's got some pieces. But, I mean, if I was him, I'd be trading one of these 
if Evans or Brown, I don't care which one. We'll talk about one of them later. Um, possibly, but uh, I trade one of those away for sure. I don't know how to help you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out maybe ways restart to help the draft you, for him. But, um, definitely trade Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Um, man, this is a weird roster. I'm sorry, man. You have you have some hard work ahead of you. Yeah, move on. Let's go to to Cressman. Yeah, good Sorry, friend of the show though. Yeah, he has a negative point differential of a hundred and ten points. He's just getting murdered. <laughs> he is getting murdered. He's got Aaron Rodgers, good quarterback. <laughs> Nick lo- Chubb, I like his team though. <laughs> great running back. Um, Chase Edmonds, I really like Chase Edmonds yeah, as I a reliable too. weekly play at the running back spot. Yeah. Then he's got, this is where his problems start coming in. Allen Robinson, who has been very disappointing this season. Yes. DK Metcalf, who hasn't been bad, but hasn't been incredible either. Noah Fant has been good at the tight end position. Then he's starting Melvin Gordon and Brandon Ayuk. And his bench has nothing. He's got Jalen Rager, Sterling Shepard, who's hurt right now, and Robert Tanyan. I do like your starting lineup. If I had any suggestions, maybe try and trade DK Metcalf. Yeah. I think he's your best. Because he'll still have value, though. He'll still have value. But, like, the thing is, is you would almost want to get another wide receiver and return or two. Yeah, you're gonna need a wide receiver. Yeah, you need a wide receiver. Might, back yeah, you might for think sure. about trading DK for some depth. Yeah, so maybe maybe a decent wide receiver and a running back. But I mean, I don't know. That's almost. I don't know. That one's tough. Yeah, that one's definitely tough. Because like, even if if we were gonna make that trade, actually, we did to Cressman. We sent you a trade offer. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Answer a freaking trade. Um, I think we sent two running or two wide receivers his way. Is what we did. Yep. So league's looking good so far for the most part. Um it's still early though. Yeah. So you owe three teams need to start making moves though. It's gonna be really tough to come back. Um and the middle guy is just gonna kind of stay in the middle. Yeah. DeCressman's about to be 0 and four. Pigskin's about to be owned for, and James R.H. is he's going to win. He's going to have this a week. win, so he'll be tied with us at uh, one and three. Yep, because we're going to lose this week. Yep. We had a really bad week this week. Yeah. <sighs> well, there you go, guys. Monster guys, week five. Moving right along. Uh, just like we do every week, we're going to try and tell you who's going to have monster weeks this coming, the this upcoming week. So who you got this week for your quarterbacks? I'm going Tom Brady. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, My, it's not Miami, right? super so. hard. Yeah, he's playing Miami. It's just, he's coming off kind of a, not a good game, but anyone watched the Bucks patriots game, it was boring. Yeah, it was pretty nothing bad. Nothing going on. Didn't need him. Still won, though. Yeah. <laughs> Still won. Uh, dude, I'm going to take a little bit. I shouldn't even say a little bit of a jump because I think he's been having a pretty solid season. Statistically-wise, I mean, fantasy-wise, yes. Yeah, statistically-wise, not so much. Um, but Sam Darnold against Philly. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Philadelphia's defense. No, no. In any fashion. Anyone run, uh, passing. like my uh, Tyree Kill call monster guy last week. <laughs> right. Uh. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm just not, I just, there's nothing Philadelphia is going to provide me right now as far no, as defense yeah, goes. No. It could be really high scoring. Um, and Darnold's doing it with his legs as well he as his arms. Five so. rushing touchdowns. He has five passing touchdowns on the season and yeah. five rushing touchdowns on the season. Yeah. And I think he's still what he's top 10, right? Oh, I think he's the fifth overall quarterback. Yeah, so top, so like he's that. top five. Yeah. So it's not that that is not going to last it by the end of the season, but he it won't, but he is a big improvement over Teddy Bridgewater. I'll give him that. DJ Moore's eaten. I, I like it's yeah. a good call. Yeah. All right, running backs. I'm taking another easy one, but I just got to do it. Dalvin Cook against Detroit. Like he's coming off not <laughs> some great games, but this is going to be 
Yeah, it should he be total domination. Be, I called the Aaron Jones against Detroit one where Aaron Jones had four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns is a lot, but Cook can he have could, eight. He could. He could do four touchdowns. Yes. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Obviously, I think that's really easy. I'm going to take a little bit more. I, I shouldn't say this is shouldn't be easy, but I'm taking Trey Sermon. Uh, I don't need to say too much. I mean, it's Kyle Shanahan. I mean, almost anybody in the yeah. backfield can do well. We're just gonna have to kind of see who's quarterback in this week. Um, it, it's it's still kind be, of it's, it's still kind of up Williams. in the air. You think so? Yeah, I think so too. Um, so we'll just kind of wait and see. But I, I I think Trey Sermon against Arizona and Arizona's Arizona's defense has not been bad, but they're still giving up a lot of points. So yeah, yeah, Arizona's they have a good defense. They yeah. do. They can. Um, Sermon, he was the only guy in there last week. He got like twenty carries, something around that. Good efficiency. He just didn't hit the end zone. He looked good in that game first time. If no one else is there, I do like this call a lot. Yeah, for sure. Wide receivers. I'm taking a little gamble. I don't think it's a gamble, but he's coming off some not great games. It's C.D. Lamb Mm -hmm. against the Giants. I think he can just smash this game. I really do. Last week, the Giants, I mean the uh, Cowboys, between Dak, Zeke, and Pollard, I believe they had 250 rushing yards between those three people, maybe a little bit more. They just didn't need to throw the ball at all. Yeah, yeah, no, they really didn't. I mean, I'm always a proponent of like, if you can't stop the run, then just don't stop. Oh running. yeah, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't. Like, there's no point to do anything else. So, and I mean, Dak that goes with good anything on the just ground. Keep running. You just keep doing whatever until yeah. they can stop it. Yeah, I I really like seeing Dak run. That made me happy. <laughs> um, my uh, wide receivers is uh, Corey Davis against Atlanta. I like Guys, this one. Seriously, he's he's proven he's the number one there by far. Um, I mean, he's had almost 30 targets, which is, is right up there with what you want to see with a top end wide receiver. Yeah. Um, the offense is, eh, but he had a re- he cut, he's coming off a really good game. And I, I still think the offense is kind of, it's going upwards. Yeah. It's not, it, we're not like crashing back well, down <laughs> again. I think the thing you need to bring up the most is they are playing the Falcons. It's and the Falcons. Yeah. They get beat all the time. Yeah. But I just don't want I don't want people thinking why would you pick a Jet? Well, again, they're like you said they're playing Atlanta, but the Jets' offense is still doing well. Yeah, it's just not going to be incredible. Titans, yeah. I guess you can just hit yours first because it's in the same, same game. game yeah. yeah, I'm actually taking Kyle Pitts um, again for kind of the same reasons. The Jets' defense isn't. I I think this could be a very high scoring game. Um, let's just be yeah, honest. Yeah, Atlanta there. seems to have found <laughs> the uh, end zone lately. They're yeah. starting to put up points again. And when you when you look at Kyle Pitts, like twenty four targets, nine he's targets just, last week. He's just nine. not finding the end zone. Yeah, no. that's it. So I think this and week he just, finds it. Matt Ryan threw it a little too high on him. First drive of the game last week against um Washington, they had like three targets on the first drive. Caught two of them. Was looking good. They threw him the end zone target just a little high. Like they went to him early last game. It was nice to see after the game where they didn't throw him the ball until the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They might have hurt us. Yeah. I'm sure they did. I mean, that's ridiculous. You don't. You, we are <laughs> when you have a superstar. In, yeah. We are very influential too. So well in Atlanta, definitely, man, definitely in Atlanta. Um, but no, I think he's going to have another really good game, and I think he's going to find the end zone this week. Um, honestly, I think. Hear me out. Breaking news. I think he's going to find it more than once. So, just throwing that out there. I, Kyle Pitts was in my people I was looking at for this, but I called him a couple weeks ago. When they um, <laughs> didn't throw him You just called him too early. That's what it is. So yeah. this this time we're good. I like the call, though. All right. My tight end, Mike Gusecki versus Tampa Bay. Mm. Right now, he's the only thing working on the offense. Back-to-back, <laughs> two very good games for, for as far as tight end right. to go. Tampa Bay has not looked great against the tight end so far this season, and I just think Tampa Bay is going to put up a lot of points, and Jacoby Brissett is going to have to throw him the ball. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Keep feeding them too, because I love seeing Mike Kosecki yeah. win games. So those are our monster guys this week. All right, so we're actually going to talk about some people that we want to do some trading away, some people that we might say trade targets, right? Yeah. So let's start with our tradeaways. So these are just going to be guys that we think, uh, or we kind of just recommend um, selling high or just selling in general. And uh, we'll just go, you just want to do it by position? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it by position. So let's do with uh, quarterbacks. Okay. Quarterbacks, we didn't do much just because 
it's the quarterback position. Yeah. Um, we put Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. He's the ninth quarterback overall right now on the season. He's had some very good games, had some below average games, but we know what Russell Wilson is. Mm-hmm. We've seen it so many times over the past seasons. Things can flip very easily, and the stretch that he's about to come up to right now over the next month, Thursday this Thursday night, they're playing the Rams. Tough defense. Then right. they're playing Pittsburgh, who isn't as scary as they used to be, but they're still good defense. And you have New Orleans. Jacksonville, who's sneaky, his defense can come on at times. Mm-hmm. And then you have a bye week. You're in a division where you're playing the Rams, you're playing San Francisco, you're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. All three of those good defenses. Yeah. And they've Very only played matchups. San Francisco so far once. Yeah. So you have five more matchups to get through. Yeah, it's definitely going to be tough. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the rest of his season outlook. You also have a Chicago in there, uh, Washington, Green Bay. So. Definitely going to be tough. Yeah. All right, let's jump to running backs. Okay. Um, One that I was looking at is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, Mostly because it's not, it's not that I don't like Jonathan oh, Taylor. Oh, Jonathan Taylor looks incredible. Yes. He is. He's very, very he's good. He's been extremely efficient. He has, he's looked good when he's gotten the ball or has received the ball. The problem is he's just not getting the ball. <laughs> no. And when you're looking at, I mean, he was a lot of people's first, first pick. Yeah. And right now he's the 21st ranked running back. He's got the name. He's got the talent to keep people hoping. Yes. Like, and because I, I understand why if you would be hesitant, if I had Jonathan Taylor, it would I would only sell him for the right player. I'd have to get adequate value for him. Yeah. I'm not selling him low at all. Because like last week, he only had 16 carries, but 103 yards and a rushing touchdown. Right. He can do that. Yeah. But the week before that, he had 10 carries. The week before that, 15 carries. He's only seen 12 targets on the season. Mm-hmm. He's only been in the end zone once. Quentin yeah. Nelson just got put on the IR. So he's he's missing time. Yeah. Wentz has been dealing with injuries. The offensive line just hasn't looked right all season. Right. I mean, even with Marlon Mack, he's been getting, um, what's the word? Oh, I did this earlier. Healthy scratches. Oh, yeah. He wants a trade. He hasn't been playing. It, but Jonathan Taylor's workload is still not where it needs to be. So yep. if you can sell high on him well, or just really, sell him really for selling, adequate value, yeah, just adequate value. I, look, I would be interested in looking at that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know the rest of the season um, if if I trust if I trust where he's going. Like, if this is what he's going to look like the rest of the season, I'm not I'm not a fan because again, you spent your first round pick. This is definitely would be in my realm of a bust of a first round pick. He'll definitely be better than this, but like that top five potential you're hoping for, maybe yeah, I don't see that there. happening right now. Right? Yeah. So he's definitely somebody I would look at at trading JT. I think JT has him in like all the leagues. Yeah, I tried trading for him at <laughs> Dynasty. He's like, dude, Dynasty, yeah, Dynasty, gave me different enough. value. He's like, I like what you're giving. It's just, it's Jonathan it's Taylor. Jonathan. He's on my team. Like, I'm sorry, I just can't do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta also pay for the, uh, you know, that's his team, dude. Like, he's a, he's a Colts fan. Yeah. So, so another guy to uh, trade away. Mm-hmm. Cordell Patterson. That's right. That is what we said. Uh, if you didn't know, he's the second overall running back on the season right now. Mm-hmm. He's seen 27 rushing attempts for 119 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. But he's seen 22 targets, 18 receptions for 235 receiving yards and four receiving touchdowns. I believe he's uh, he's coming off a three reception, three receiving touchdown game. He's had another two touchdown game in there. Yep. This ain't lasting, guys. Yeah, this it's is not. the this is like the perfect, like the epitome of what we say when we say sell high. He's seeing thirty five percent of snaps. Yeah, yeah, he is not on the field long enough to sustain this crazy. I give it to him. Stuff. He looks good out there. It's just it's not going to last. Yeah. Kyle Pitts is going to evolve in this offense. Calvin Ridley, I don't believe, has a touchdown on this season. Yeah. Russell Gage has been missing time. There's just there's other players here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you when you're seeing almost as many targets as you have carries, 
I just, I mean, you know. That, I, that is funny. Besides week one, week two, seven rushing attempts, seven targets. Week three, seven rushing attempts, seven targets. Last week, six rushing attempts, six targets. Yeah. Like, he's literally just, you know. Yep. It's just, just not. Just take advantage right now. Like, you're not going to be able, yeah. like, no one's going to trade Cordell Patterson for Jonathan Taylor. But right, get right. something for him now. Yeah. Yeah, you can trade for, like, a mid-tier wide receiver, I would, I would think. Yeah. But yeah, or even upgrade. Well, see, with that's a the, that's the wide, nice thing. Exactly, back. that's the nice thing. Cordell Patterson and pretty much every platform is a running back and a wide receiver. Yeah, so you can you can use them either or, and if you want to stick with them, that's fine. Uh, we just don't recommend it because there's no way that's going to continue. Uh, last on our list, uh, another trade away, Chris Carson. Yes. Just not uh, another kind of one of those guys that's just not seeing the volume. No, he's not. And his snap percentages the past two weeks have been under 50% both games. The problem with Carson is he's look, he's been efficient on the ground so far this season. He has mm-hmm. three touchdowns on the season. Hasn't hit a 100-yard game. He's only seen six targets on the season. And his rushing attempts per game are not good. Like last week, 13 attempts. The week before that, 12 attempts. The week before that, 13 attempts. Week one was 16 attempts, which is good enough. He also saw three targets in that game for three receptions. It's just, he's just not seeing the volume. And they're using other guys in there. Alex Collins is on the field a decent amount. I think this is the time to trade Chris Carson. He was drafted decently high enough. He's got the name. He will have some games where he gets in the end zone twice and has a big rushing game. I'm really concerned, though. I don't know where the receiving, the receptions went. Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's never been like a massive reception guy. No, but, but last like, year seeing 46 targets, 36 receptions, four receiving touchdowns, that is adequate. Yeah, but I mean, he could still end up with that. He's on pace not to. Okay, well, fair. But, you know, I, you know, it, it, the thing is with him right now, too, is like I don't even see a, many, a lot of explosive plays. No. You know, I mean, th- I think he's he, had I mean, two... he looks good on the field, but he hasn't had any of those big long yeah, runs. Like he had, had one, I want to say two weeks ago. I remember he had one big touchdown run. Right. But that's about it. Right. Yeah, I think it was And two he's about ago. to play the Rams and then Pittsburgh and then New Orleans. All tough run defensive. Right. I mean, the Rams have definitely been giving up some running, rushing yards, but, but you're right. I mean, he's only had two 10-yard uh, or 10-plus yard runs this year. Mm-hmm. That's just not normal. So definitely looking at trying to get rid of him if you can. Uh, again, it's still Chris Carson, so the name still has value. But, you know, I don't I don't know how much you would really get for him. Like, I don't, I'm not looking at targeting him. Yeah, I you am know, glad so. in the offseason in our Dynasty League, I did move Chris Carson, and I'm pleased with that decision at this point. Yeah, I tried trading for him, and you're like, no, I don't want to get rid of him. Well, and I got DJ Moore for him, so. That's fair. You're not going to get DJ Moore right now for him. No. <laughs> that is definitely not no. going to happen. Um, you can try. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you can try anything you want. Yeah, you can try whatever you would like, but that is not going to happen. Okay. Let's move down to wide receivers. Yes. Who do you want to start with? Because all uh, these are pretty interesting. Let's go with Jamar Chase. Okay. Chase. I talked about it last week. I had a feeling he'd be on this list for me, mm-hmm. and he made the list. Yep. Main re- There's a couple main reasons. One, he's that superstar rookie. Fifth overall pick this season. He's supposed to be that generational type of wide receiver. He's been good. Right now, he's the eighth best wide receiver in half point PPR scoring. That is also good. But again, like I talked about last week, the underlying statistics are kind of nerve-wracking. T. Higgins has missed a little bit of time. He has four touchdowns on the season. He's only hit 100 yard once. The only other game he came close was 77 yards. His targets were finally up last week. He saw nine targets, caught six of them for 77 yards. Again, didn't hit the end zone. That's a 10-point game. They spread the ball around in this offense. Boyd's been killing it. They still throw it to Auden Tate. CJ Uzama was making big plays last week. They have Joe Mixon in the backfield, who will miss some time now, mm-hmm. but will be back. I, I think you could get a lot for Chase right now, and I would take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's another one of those guys you can you can sell kind of high, and I yeah, and I'm with you. I don't the see talent, his, the talent is there. Like I mean, we've been showing his highlights throughout the yeah. season so far. Yeah. He's made some incredible plays. The volume's just low, and this is the high point. Yeah, because he's gonna be good the rest of the season. Like I don't see him dipping below a wide receiver two, but I don't see him staying as a mid wide receiver one the rest of the season. 
Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. I think the reason he is there is because of the four touchdowns. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's tied for yeah second, you know, in the league, um, as far as touchdowns go. And again, yeah, he's not receiving targets. I mean, a five and a four. The nine was nice to see. Yeah, that was ni- that was very. But good I to mean, see. you know, when you're when you're looking at targets, you're you're looking at like someone like Deontay, who I would rather, who's behind him right now in rankings. But, but I would rather have. Mm-hmm. I would rather have Deontay because he's getting fourteen or fifteen targets a yep. game, eleven receptions. He's not getting that. Yep. So, I definitely think he, you can get some value um, value out of it for sure. Uh, let's go to DeAndre. Okay. So Hopkins is another one on our list. This offense is just, it's kind of similar. It, it, they're spreading the ball out a lot. They spread the ball too much. Yeah. Right now, let's see their top five pass catchers. Reception leader, Chase Edmonds with 20. DeAndre Hopkins has 17. Christian Kirk has 16. Rondell Moore has 16. AJ Green has 15. Max Williams has 15. Mm-hmm. You want to go receiving yards? <laughs> uh Chase Edmonds has 140, not that much. DeAndre Hopkins, 225. He has his third most on the team. Christian mm-hmm. Kirk, 244. Rondell Moore, 211. AJ Green, 248. Actually, the reception receiving yard leader on this team right now. Mm-hmm. You want to go touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins has the lead. He's got three touchdowns, yep. but Christian Kirk has two. Rondell Moore has one. AJ Green has two. Max Williams has one. They spread the ball around in this offense so evenly right now. I'm done with it. Yeah. We thought it was Rondell Moore stepped up week two. Yeah, dude. We were like, good. We're like week three, play Rondell Moore. No, nope. right. Christian Kirk has two good games out of the first three weeks. Week four, play with Christian Kirk. No. Nope. Now AJ Green's having a big game. Like, yeah, I'm not touching this offense right now. I like Chase Edmonds as the running back position. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, still very good. You yep. still play him every single week, but trade on his name. Yep. Get value for his name right now. Yeah, I mean, think about like, you know, this offense is looking really good in football, mm-hmm. <laughs> but as far as fantasy, it's something that you don't want to touch. There's teams we don't want to touch because of the fact that they could have three or four different wide receivers that you like and you never know who's going to play. The same thing if you have a running back by committee, you know, you just don't know who's going to be the guy this week. Again, AJ Green, monster week this past week. It was great. If you yep. played him in DFS, dude, you killed it. You know, again, Rondell Moore week two, we were super high. Yep. Nothing. So it, and he hasn't been close since. No. So it, it is very good. It's getting very frustrating. The one consistent thing I can say is DeAndre Hopkins is at least getting, he's at least being consistent. It's just not DeAndre Hopkins numbers. Yeah. And when you probably paid up to get him already, it's uh, definitely I mean, going to be disappointing. In the past two weeks, he's seen 13 targets caught seven of those for, 88 yards for a combined point total of around 12 points in yeah. the past two weeks. Yeah. So it's not DeAndre Hopkins numbers. Not again, not when you have other people. It's going to, it's definitely going to be better than that. He's not going to stay this low, but again, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. That name carries a lot of weight, a lot of value. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Last, uh, I think last one. Let me double check. Last, yep, wide, last receiver. Uh, wide receiver, Robert Woods. This, this one, one hurts. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get m- much for him, but it's better to move on now than later. The targets have been sparse. The connection, like, he has been a dink and dunk player so far this season. Nothing downfield at all. Mm-hmm. He's seen two touchdowns on the season. Hasn't cracked more than 64 yards in a game. Hasn't had more than five receptions in a game. And it's the Cooper Cup show. It really is. Yep. And now Van Jefferson seems like he's just as involved in this offense as Robert Woods. Yep. Tyler yeah, Higby. Like yeah, Tyler Higby still he's still being involved. Deshaun Jackson catches some deep passes every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods, I think he has enough name value now and enough hope. Just people thinking you're getting a piece of the Rams offense where you could make a a little something on it. Yeah, I'm double checking where where's Robert Woods ranked? Why can't I find On him the right season? Now? Yeah. It's like mid uh, 37th. Okay. Yeah. So Van Jefferson's actually ranked higher than him right now. Yeah. Was that accurate? Yeah. Van Jefferson's at 30th. It's because he's seen like oh, 50 more receiving yards. Okay. 
But I mean, the point point being there is the fact that again, you know, these guys are just very similar, and uh, you know, it's another one of those teams where they have a dominant number one. It seems like with Cooper Cup, who's getting a lot of everything. Oh, he's good. And then you have these other three that are kind of getting what's ever left over, and then you're still sprinkling in Tyler Higby, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, you know, so. It's uh, it's very frustrating because I've been a huge advocate of Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods is amazing. Um, I I absolutely love the guy. But if I was him, I'd be getting very very irritated with the lack of, you know, just targets in general that he's receiving. Because I, I think mean, it's ridiculous. The targets haven't been that bad in four games. You've seen twenty five targets. Twenty four, but yeah, I have twenty five. Well, I have twenty four. I, it's not me that's wrong. I didn't build these websites. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it looks like the most targets in a game he had was eight. See, I see nine in that indie game. Oh, see, I see eight. There's our yep. difference. Five receptions, 64 yards. So, just it's just not a lot. No. <laughs> not when he was seeing like 10 last year. <laughs> yep. It was like his average. So, all right. And we got one tight end. We don't, I mean, it's whatever, but it's Dalton Schultz. Yeah. This is get rid of him quick. Yeah. This is not going to last in the past two weeks. He has three touchdowns. He's has 12 receptions for 138 yards. He's caught pretty much every pass has been thrown to him this year, except three. Just trade him. Just if you can get anything for him, trade him. Yeah. Uh, These are also the weeks where Amari Cooper was okay. C.D. Lamb did nothing. Running game was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Definitely get rid of him if you can, because I don't even know how many people actually own Dal- Dalton Schultz. He's probably but... on a decent amount of rosters, but he's third overall tight end right now. In half yeah, I mean, that's insane. He's There's no way. People might see that and think, ooh. Oh, nice. Let's pick him up and play him. And then you have like three or four bust weeks in a row, guys. That's how it works with tight ends. Yeah. So... Get rid of him quick. I don't think you're going to get much, but if, yeah, whatever no. you can get, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can get Robert Woods. <laughs> I would 100% do that. I would too. I would totally do that. I don't think you can get Robert Woods, but probably not. But those are our trade aways. So let's go, uh, let's talk about some trade fours. Yeah. This will be, this will be fun. Yeah, this is more fun. So let's start quarterbacks. Okay. You want to go again? They're quarterbacks. Yeah. And let's preface this by saying that. I, I'm not always a fan of trading for quarterbacks, but if you really want to, here's two quarterbacks. I like it a lot could. more a little bit later in the season when you start getting, like, if especially if you know you're going to be making the playoffs, looking at schedules, trying to target someone to go after. Right. It's a little early for that now, but these are some quarterbacks that I like. Uh, one, Stafford. Like, yep. Stafford's been incredible this season, but he is coming off kind of not the best game, and I just love his schedule coming up. Uh, he's playing Seattle. The Giants, Detroit, Houston, Tennessee, then a tough game against San Francisco. That is a stretch. That's a good stretch. That could though. be incredible. Yeah. Another yeah. one, Lamar Jackson. He's like the 10th overall quarterback right now, something around there. Nothing spectacular, but again, he is Lamar Jackson. He's about to play Indy, Los Angeles Chargers, Cincinnati, then a bye week, then Minnesota, Miami. Those are all good matchups. So those are two guys that I think you could buy just a little bit. You obviously get Lamar Jackson cheaper than Matthew Stafford right now. But if you're really desperate for a quarterback, you got some players you could add in a trade to get it done. I think those would be quarterbacks to target right now. So I've got Lamar Jackson as the number six quarterback. Stafford is the number nine. Where are you looking at? I'm on PFF. I got Stafford as eighth, Lamar Jackson as tenth. Hmm. Very interesting. Let's change that to six point. Doubt it changes anything. Stafford at fifth, and Lamar Jackson at twelfth. Wow. Guess we're gonna have to uh, figure out if we like PFF better or whatever you're using. I'm just using statistics. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> well, what you doing, PFF? I don't know, man. That's a hefty difference. So. Going to be interesting. Um, I think, yeah, I think if you're going to target either one, though, then, yeah, have fun. I'm not going to be targeting. Actually, I have targeted Matthew Stafford in one league. Um, 
but that's just because he's the backup on the team. So, like, why not? Oh, yeah, that is it, bringing that up because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're in a league where everyone takes two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks so, what's so. the other guy's quarterback? He's got Matthew Stafford. He's got Josh in. Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Target those guys. Try and get them even cheaper because, yeah, some people don't realize, like, every roster, like, say you have Alvin Kamara, you have DeAndre Swift, and somehow you have, like, another top end running back, like, maybe, right. like, Antonio Gibson. Maybe you went running back, running back, running back. Right. Those three running backs don't have the same value as someone else's because you have an abundance. Right. So say you're really desperate at wide receivers, you're probably going to have to take a hit trading one of those running backs because people know that you don't need all three of them. Right. Yeah. So just use that leverage against people. Yeah. Or they lose their league, So yeah. which this guy's 0-4. Well, it will be 0-4. So what are you going to do? All right, running backs. Yes. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Yes. Just trade for him. Yep. Just trust me. Just trade for him. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, he's coming off a bad game. He only had eight rushing attempts for 16 yards. Still saw six targets, though. Four receptions for 33 yards. Brought it up earlier. Chicago-Detroit game last week was ugly. Mm-hmm. Bears defense were everywhere. The Lions could not do anything, really. They could not string any plays together. It was gross. But DeAndre Swift is incredible. Just trade for him. He's about to play Minnesota, Cincinnati. Rams game could be tough. Then he's playing Philly. That is a stretch. Yeah. And keep in mind, guys, like he's still having really good games and he's only found the end zone twice. Twice. Yeah. So like there's still a lot of a lot of upside there. I mean, to be honest, he only has 139 rushing yards on the season. Yeah. And he's still a top ten running back. Yeah. It's because he's getting a lot of receiving work. Yes. Because they have no receivers. So Definitely go get DeAndre. Uh, one guy that I really like, Antonio Gibson. Yes. Uh, again, he's just coming off. He's coming like through kind of, I'm not going to say like bad, but just kind of lackluster. Like he's just not, like he's not, again, he's not getting the amount of touches you thought he would be getting, especially in the passing game. Yep. Um, he's only got 11 targets and, and eight receptions. Past three weeks, he's only seen two targets in each game. Like, that's just not... But one of those games, he caught one of them for 73 yards and a touchdown. Right, right. Just get, like, they just, just the need, ball. yes, give like, him the ball more. I, I, I don't get it. Like, you know, especially because they just lost Logan Thomas for, yes. we'll see for how long. And, like, just give him the ball. This is a similar argument. Well, why do you have Jonathan Taylor on the trade away? Yeah. And Antonio Gibson trade for. Very similar circumstances. Yes. One, Washington's a better football team. Two, they have a better offensive line right now. Yes. Three, I don't, I don't have a third point. Oh, well, I'll make my third point. Okay. Um, honestly, I just think there's more upside with Washington in general than the Colts. Colts yep. defense isn't as good. Washington's defense is fine. So they'll get, the, they'll get more touches, hopefully, or at least more opportunities on offense. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Antonio Gibson's situation in Washington is a lot better than Jonathan Taylor's. And what's really strange is like, even if Jonathan Taylor, even though they have no receivers there really either, they're still not giving him the ball. But I just think the only thing that's missing from Antonio Gibson to me is the receiving work. If he starts getting receiving, he needs a couple more rushing attempts too. Yeah, a little bit more. But if he starts getting some of that receiving work, then he's going to be right back where we want him to be. Another player we need to talk about receiving threat. Trade for Alvin Kamara. Yes. Alvin Kamara doesn't have a rushing touchdown on the season right now. And his... Well, let me get his rank because I don't trust your ranks. <laughs> don't talk to me. He's the 13th overall running back right now. And it really, it hasn't been that great. He hasn't, he's had one bad game. Everything else has been above double digit points. But again, he didn't see a target last week. He didn't see a target in the New York Giants game, but he had 26 rushing attempts for 120 yards. Didn't get in the end zone. That gives you 12 points. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara is still very, very good. They're yeah. starting to figure out this offense. Jameis Winston is starting to make a move at times. They're throwing the ball deep to whoever can get open deep. Alvin Kamara will start getting in the end zone more again. He will be getting the passing work. Just trade for him now. Yeah, before it's too late. Because one breakout game and he's not going anywhere. No. Want to go to uh, wide receivers? Yes. All right. Which one do you want to start with? My boy. All right, go ahead. DJ Moore. Yep. He is, it. you're going to have to pay a little pretty penny for him right now. He's the fourth best wide receiver so far this season. 
And he has just been dominating, man. Eight targets, 11 targets, 12 targets, 12 targets. His catch percentage in the offseason, that's what I brought up. DJ Moore's catch percentage last year was like 60%. But he had the four, like he was top five or top 10 in yards per catch. Mm-hmm. Yards per catch is still there. Yep. He's catching more of the passes. And lo and behold, he has three touchdowns on the season so far. Coming yep. off a two-touchdown game against Dallas. This is going to continue. This is Sam Darnold has 100% improved this passing game. And 100% DJ Moore, even when Christian McCaffrey is there, is his go-to threat in the receiving game. Yep. And he's taking full advantage of it. He's making huge plays out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's getting in the end zone. This is everything that you wanted to see from DJ Moore from years past. It's happening right now. Buy him now. Which is really it, funny because, again, in the offseason, we, we always brought up like the DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's like disappeared in this offense. No, yeah, though. and Robbie's coming off a good target game. He just couldn't turn it into anything. Yeah. 11 targets, five receptions for 46 yards. But even then, though, I we I mean, both of us were always a DJ Moore. Oh, like, yeah, We were yeah, always yeah, on yeah. DJ Moore. I, I liked Robbie because he was going so late, and I thought there would be some volume there that he'd be he'd a be guy you could throw in your lineup. But, that's not happening. Yeah, it's, no, it's DJ Moore's show. Yes. And that's what, how, honestly, that's how it should be. He's the oh, better DJ receiver. DJ Moore is a top 10 wide, just talent-wise, yeah. yeah. better than top, top 10 yeah, he's, in the NFL. He's, he's incredible. Yep. Just buy him now. This is going to continue. All right. Moving on to uh, one of my guys, Stefan Diggs. Um, this th- is a sneaky one. I think you can you can kind of almost buy him slightly low. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, he's definitely not having the season you thought he was going to have. It's been very mediocre so far, but he's... One touchdown. Yeah, but he's averaging like 11 targets per game, 10 yes. targets per game right now. Yeah, he's getting the targets. Um, Catch percentage is a little lower than last year. Mm-hmm. The yards aren't as high as last year. And again, he's only seen the end zone once. This Bills offense has been weird, especially like the past couple weeks, like Dawson Knox having two touchdown games, Emmanuel Sanders having two touchdown games. It's going to write itself. They're playing Kansas City, mm-hmm. high scoring game, Tennessee, whose defense is terrible. Then you have a bye week. Then you're playing Miami, Jacksonville, the Jets, Indy, New Orleans, who can get torched at times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is Stefan Dix. Yeah. The talent hasn't gone anywhere. The only thing that's going to persuade people from trading them is what they paid for him in the draft. Right. But at this point, you, he is still that guy. He can still be that guy at this point in the season. I don't see him finishing top five, but top 10 is still 100% in the cards. Yep. I definitely agree with you. All right. Moving on to one of my more favorite ones, I think, so far this year. Marquise Brown. Yeah. I mean, this one's, this one's been entertaining. Um, you know, he's not having a ton of targets. And a, and a ton of receptions, especially if you look at, you know, who we just talked about in DJ Moore or Stephon Diggs. He is but, the 10th best wide receiver so far on the season. Yeah, he's got 28 targets, 19 receptions for 326 and three. The thing that I love, though, I mean, his yards per receptions right now at 17.2. That's His yards high. after the catch is at 6.5. Like, he's turning, he's turning receptions into big plays. Yes, he is. He looks way better this season. He's out there. I love the number five on him. Yeah. Um. He. Yeah. He's killing it out there. But this is the gamble you're gonna. To, but this is why I like it though. Yeah. Because you're gonna be able to buy him lower mm-hmm. than his value that where it actually is right now. And people, yes, he's seeing low targets compared to a lot of players up around his uh, fantasy rank right now. But the efficiency is there this year. Six targets, six receptions. Yeah. 10 targets for six receptions, five targets for four receptions. They're making the yep. plays. Lamar's looking to him. Marquise is getting open all over the field. That catch this weekend, dude, was yep. sick. And they just missed on and, two weeks ago against Detroit. They just missed on another one of those plays. Yeah. He could have had four straight good weeks, four yeah. touchdowns on four games. So it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, still, I mean, yes, you know, people might start arguing, you know, well, Rashad Bateman might be coming back. We thought he was going to play this past mm-hmm. week. That's what everything was indicating, and he didn't. Yeah. So let's pump the brakes just slightly because it's still going to take a while for him to get yes. acquainted in this offense. It's still going to be Marquise Brown's show for quite a while. Yeah, and like we brought up with Lamar, their upcoming schedule, Indianapolis, Los Angeles Chargers, both beatable, then Cincinnati, then you got a bye week, then Minnesota and Miami. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a good stretch. Yep. All right. Last but not least. Yes. I'm going to let you talk about your other boy. He's not my boy. I just like him. Oh, my bad. Your other like person. Go ahead. Will you let me talk? Yeah, go ahead. Calvin Ridley. Um, go ahead. It hasn't been as great this season. He was taken mid-high second round in fantasy drafts. He's hit the end zone once. My bad. He has hit the end zone once this season, but it's taken a while for the Atlanta Falcons to get going, but he is seeing a ton of targets. He's averaging around 10 targets per game. Actually, he's seeing above 10 targets per game, 10 and a half. Catch percentage is a little low, and he hasn't gotten more than 80 yards this season. It hasn't been great, but he's been giving you enough, and it is Calvin Ridley. The explosive games are coming. This offense is evolving. They're about to play the Jets. Then they have a bye week. Then Miami, Carolina, New Orleans, Dallas. That's a good stretch. If you're going to buy Calvin Ridley, now's the time. I think you're going to buy him low, though, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have yes, to yes, try yes, and buy yes. him low yes, if you're going to do this. because people are going to be disappointed. Yeah. You're, you got you to gotta play off the disappointment. And now would be a good time, especially if you do think that Atlanta is going to turn this offense around. And all indications are that they, they can. Oh, yeah. So if you want to take that shot, definitely take that shot on Calvin Ridley and see how that is going to play out the rest of the year. Because I can't imagine it staying as kind of lackluster as it is. No, like it's what, not. One touchdown, you know. And again, we already told you to trade. The Cordero targets Patterson. are what the targets are what really intrigue me. You want us to know what his uh, season total and as far as targets go? Well, I, he's I tied for the fourth most targets on the season with forty-two. Mm-hmm. That's tied with Stefan Diggs, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, who we've talked about, who mm-hmm. has the third most targets. Mm-hmm. Follow the targets. Yep, Just follow the targets. Yeah, we. I don't think we can. I don't think we can preach that more. I mean, we preached it all last year with Deontay Johnson, and <laughs> everything's about targets. So, in ninety percent of the cases, yes, and there are ni- those rare cases. Ninety percent of the case, that's true. Like Gronkowski, where he's just like touchdown machines. Yep. Well, except he's hurt now. But speaking of tight ends, we only got one because yes. again. Tight ends are always difficult. And it's George Kittle. Yep. Kittle, people are going to be kind of disappointed. I know he's very disappointed with Kittle. I'm not I'm that very disappointed. I'm very disappointed with Kittle, yes. <laughs> it's coming. We've already seen it once. He hasn't hit the end zone at all this season. Nope. Just remember that, and he's the 11th tight end on the season, or 10th. Again, I don't trust you. Yeah. He is the 11th tight end on the season. Hasn't hit the end zone once. Kittle is still really good. They just missed on a touchdown play last week, though. He saw 11. In the past two weeks, he's seen 20 targets. Yeah. He caught 11 of those for 132 yards. Yep. It's coming. They're about to play Arizona, then a bye week, Indianapolis, Chicago, Arizona, the Rams, Jacksonville. Some of those are kind of tough matchups. But again, it's George Kittle. This is the cheapest you will be able to buy him ever. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't have much to say. I'm... I'm definitely on the little bit, slightly different side than you on this one, but uh, not that I would trade him, but I don't know if I'd trade for him yet. Not 100% trade for him. Yeah, that's fine. That is fair. Those are our trade fours. Let us know what you think. All right, we're going to jump into our DFS picks for this week. Did you win money last week? Yep. Yep, same. Okay. I just broke even. Same. We'll give a... Just- Highlight some of the guys we gave out last week. Uh, we gave out Najee Harris. Yeah. Had a good game. Uh, DJ Moore had a pretty good game, if you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Davis. Yep. Terry McLaurin. Yep. And uh, Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. We're not horrible. Nah, let's jump in with quarterbacks this week. Dak yeah. Prescott. Yeah. Love this play. Yeah. $6,900. I don't love a lot of the cheaper quarterbacks. Both of these guys are kind of towards the top. But I think they're worth it. Against the Giants, Cowboys should roll. It's at home. Yep. I agree. We also got Aaron Rodgers against Cincinnati. Yep. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, at any given time, he could throw four or five touchdowns. So. Or run one in from about or, 10 yards out. Yeah, you just never know. 
So oh, always a always a solid play. Yeah. Running backs. Dalvin Cook. Paying up this week. Pay up for Dalvin Cook. And if he for some reason misses, throw Alexander Madison in there. Sounds good to me. Same uh, game. DeAndre Swift. Yes, DeAndre Swift. The <laughs> the price difference. Dalvin Cook, eighty four hundred dollars. A lot of money. Yes. DeAndre Swift, sixty one hundred dollars. Yes. Minnesota. Also a bad defense. Yep. Love that play. Yep. Minnesota's like one in three, so. Yes. James Robinson as well. Yes, 6, I, like this, I like this play a lot, too. He's coming off two good games. I expect it to keep rolling. Carlos going Hyde's against Tennessee not, yeah, right now. And yeah, Tennessee's defense sucks. Carlos Hyde is a non-factor. They're missing yep. DJ Chark in the receiving game. Mm-hmm. Pay for Robinson. And Tennessee's possibly still going to be missing two wide receivers. Yes. Who knows? So, uh, wide receivers this week. DJ Moore, obviously, against Philly. Pay up. 7,500. Pay up. Yeah. Pay up. I think it's going to be huge. See what Tyreek Hill did to him last week? DJ Moore could do something similar. I mean, he almost did last week. Yeah. Against so <laughs> against Dallas. So Right. Again, uh, guy who's playing Dallas. Kenny Galladay. <laughs> yep. Super cheap. $5,900. First Dallas. He's coming off his first 100-yard game as a uh, New York Giant. Look good out there. If the target throwing to him a little bit more, got his targets up there. Let's keep seeing that. I like Kenny Galladay this week, and in the same game, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, $6,200. Cheap considering the matchup, the offense. He's coming off two bad games. He is one of my monster wide receivers this week. Mm-hmm. $6,200 against the Giants. I like C.D. Lamb a lot this week. I love that stack. Yeah, I'll say that stack's Dak cheap enough. C.D. Lamb, throw Kenny Galladay in there as you're um, coming back the other way. I like putting all three of those in one lineup. That would be very intriguing. Uh, next tight ends. Yes, got a couple. Uh, Noah Fant against Pittsburgh, forty nine hundred. This is even if Teddy Bridgewater's not out there, right? Yeah, he's forty nine. Noah Fant's like the only consistency. Yes, he's consistent. been he's been good this year. He's had one <laughs> bad game, but besides that, he's seeing very good targets at the tight end position. He has the talent to do a lot with those targets. He's cheap. Pittsburgh doesn't really scare me too much. Yeah, not anymore. The other tight end running the back. Mike Isecki. Yep. Let's keep it going. We gave him out last week. He's had two good weeks in a row, seeing the good targets, even also cheaper than Noah Fam. $4,200 against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Nothing else for Miami is really working on offense right now. And Tampa Bay really does never has offensive problems. And they're not going to against Miami. So I like Gusecki. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Those are our DFS picks, guys. Again, if you want to win some money, got to follow us. James, if they wanted to follow us, where could they find us out? Oh, uh, yeah. Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and the internet in general, the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, check out Generate Health. Uh, they are sponsoring our episode, and we are partnering with them for the remainder of the season, hopefully longer. Yep. Um, so check them out. And uh, thank you guys again for listening to another episode with the Fantasy Monsters. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. I'm not heater on you, no, I'm just telling you the facts, oh, these chains can keep me down, yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten, I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you.